guys. Ready? Mental anguish. All right, what's up, everybody? This is not Frankie Zayas. This is Eli. And we got Jared. Say hello, Jared. Hi. We got Nick. Hello. Say hello, Nick. Hello. No Frank today. He is at a big sporting event that we are excited for with Mila's first wrestling match. So Frank's Frank's being the guy. He's he's the cheerleader. He's the number one. So we're going to hold it down here for him while Mila delivers that W, which I'm sure she is going to do. Nothing like big maple shaking pom-poms. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we need some cheerleaders, man. We need some cheerleaders. Um, just like we also need some workers in the office. I don't know about any email that you guys have sent, but mine has been met with minimum four to five out of office yeah. Every single time I send anything. Yeah, I, I think um, I think Thanksgiving, we, the week after Thanksgiving is the worst one possible out of the whole year. Uh, Eli and I were going back and forth saying like b- between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, I hate working I, that week I, so much. I disagree because everyone checks out. So it's kind of just like it's a wash across the board. This is the time of year where 50% of the people check out, in my opinion. And then the other 50 make up for all the work still has to get done. (laughs) Exactly. I showed up to to work the past two days, and there are just people missing, disappeared. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on over here, right? So now I'm picking up all their slack, and then they just show up out of nowhere like two days later. And I'm like, so what's, what's up, dude? You know, I just took a fat L from you. Um, and we still have deadlines. Year's not over. Quarter's not over. You know, like, I hate this. It's not great, but the one thing I'll say that makes me still hate the week between Christmas and New Year's, the mental anguish of the fact that as soon as New Year's is done, you are just back to a full grind. Q1, fresh start, Mm -hmm. five days, you ain't seeing anything until March Madness, joy-wise. And the sun still goes down at 4 o'clock. And it's freezing cold. It's like it's just right on the other side of that door is just Mm -hmm. pure, absolute, unadulterated hell. It's the best when, you know, you got your CEO Uh, and your manager and they're trying to give you pep talks and you're just like, uh, I've been hungover for 12 days straight. Like. New year, new us. Well, I have a new credit line that I took out to get my family Christmas presents. So I am a little different this time around. Um, just as miserable, probably no pay bump. Usually, yeah. typically standard corporate. Uh, mm-hmm. Feels good though, huh? Yeah. Uh. And also like buying, buying gifts during this time is so stressful on top of everything else. Um, I know Eli just had a birthday, but he's far enough away from the holidays where it's not bad. It's everyone who has birthdays coming up between now My and My dad's is New Year's Eve is, is his birthday. Is, is the worst because I feel bad. And then you got to double buy gifts. Like my brother's birthday is tomorrow, dude. Have not gone shopping at all. I'm just going to buy him like a Lego set. You low-key get like the whole month to just give him the appropriate amount of gifts. It's like yeah. I'm all, my, my timing is right. only so available. Yeah. What kind of sick people are inseminating in the months of May and June? <laughs> May and June, dude. It's all these like, music festivals. That's like a, that's like a six-month incubation period. You're, it's nine. It's, it's, these are the Valentine's Day babies. Well, I'm a Valentine's Day baby. Yeah. This is a March baby. Yeah. I don't know. March Madness. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. I got a plug for you guys. Thanks, Thanksgiving leftovers plug. What? So, first off, you got to go to the store and get sourdough bread. Okay. All right. I like this. Toast your sourdough bread. Make it nice and crispy. Butter it up. 
and then make some gravy, put the mashed potatoes on there, get the corn casserole on there, throw some turkey on there, put the bacon on there. Oh, my God, dude. So good. That sounds awesome. I'm going to one-up you something I just recently saw. Uh, This guy gets a huge ribeye and uh, wraps it in a pinwheel with your mashed potatoes, turkey, peas, carrots, etc., loads it, and then uh, slow smokes it or, or bakes it for three, four hours. Dude, I love this time that of year. nice. Think about how much the depression meat. away. So much meat, dude. I love meat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are going for. The holiday food is kind of clutch, though. Mm-hmm. It is clutch. I get sick of it, though. No. I do get sick of it. No. No. I'm an anti-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving giving person though what does that I, mean i eat food that is not thanksgiving day food so i don't do turkey i don't do stuffing I don't do, do you side. guys eat raviolis <laughs> yeah yeah like i go full plural full italian on it seafood the whole nine ravioli yeah. i want to eat stuff i want to eat dude dry ass turkey turkey can be good if you have gravy you need some seasoning you get in your life, ducking. I think. I think you need Me? some seasoning in your Dude, life. I need to fill up my seasoning cabinet. Get out of here. You need some seasoning on Hot that. Sauce. I'm not that white. Uh, oh, man. I'm going through it. Beer burps? Is that a beer I'm burp? I'm going through it. Jared, Dude, I have to go to Charlotte next week for work. <laughs> Who has work trips in you, between the holidays? Are you driving? It is a weird... No, I'm no, flying. No okay, way. Thank God. I don't even think the company would drive. take that, like risk <laughs> that's the worst place to go for work from here because it's an hour hour and a half in the airport a 45 minute plane ride and then 30 minutes to get off and you got to do it all over again your time sitting in an airport is longer than yeah charlotte's travel. layover yeah let's be real that's my that's not a place dude. like people go that's always been my layover spot yeah i've laid over there so many times i've already been there before too so it's not even like nice airport oh fun new city to go to and hang out no nah, it'd be warmer thing it'd, yeah, it'd be like 50 that's degrees only, yeah it's but not it's terrible. not 20 the wind on monday was not good disgusting yeah. not great it's not good i wanted to hurt myself i walked outside and flew a zip code over dude yeah, it was, it was it's not disgusting. Good. <laughs> I don't have hair, and hair like keeps you warmer. I was thinking about golfing while I was down there because <laughs> I fly. I fly out of Allentown at six twenty-five in the morning, and I land at Charlotte like eight. And there's really nothing going on Wednesday except for like we have like a meet and greet happy hour at six. So I'm like, oh well, you know, I'm on the corporate dollar. I, I have a travel bag for my for my sticks. I could throw it in there. And then I was at a corporate happy hour event a couple of weeks ago, and I fucking broke my hand. So now I can't hold uh, a golf yeah. club. Let's uh, give everyone. Yeah, how did, oh, how did man, you break your dude. hand on that? Oh, dude. So we were at uh, Rivals in downtown Easton, and they got those little, like, punching bags. You pop the quarter in, you punch it. And I've never done one of those things before, um, but everyone was doing it, and I uh, succumbed to peer pressure quite easily. So I just like full on crow hop janner throw punch the shit out of this punching bag. And I like cooked the metal wall behind it and just <laughs> fractured the shit out of my hand, dude. You uh, gotta ask them for the, the security footage. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see it. No, I want to see it. You I have to. See I don't it. care if you want to see it. So now I'm that guy. It. I'm that guy at work. And what was the score? Um I don't not good enough, dude, for what happened. Nothing could be good enough. I thought you were in the 800s. Yeah, well. Yeah, it only goes to 999. Not, not good enough. It. It's not. It's not good enough. If I would have broken the machine, maybe. 
and be like, I am Hulk and <laughs> Thor and everybody, but smash. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's, that's, uh, it's me now. So right. no golf, no golf for me. Yeah. All right. Well, but, uh, cheer- I had plenty of beers that night and we're going to keep it going. Keep cheers. drinking it away. Cheers to you, Jared. You did um, it. Maybe. What do we got? Beer of the week. Uh, we have a Nocturno. Pilsner Nocturno. It is a combination team effort uh, from Bomb Place Brewing and Fegley's Brew Works. It's 4.8% ABV, and it looks like a Coca-Cola. Pepsi. Um, no. <laughs> no. Dude. Get him out of this room. A&W bro. Root Beer. He said get it first. Him, get him out of this room. <laughs> Dr. Pibb. If anyone ever walks up and goes, I want a Jack and Pepsi, I'm just going to kick him right in the dick. That is No one would ask for that. Everybody knows they don't um, have Pepsi on top. This is, it's, it's interesting because it's, it has all of the, uh, oh, what are, what are those, what are those beers, beers called the darker ones that we all hate? Stouts. 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 So it has all of like the qualities Stouts. of the stout, but it's, it's a light beer at the same time. And you kind of get a little coffee bean taste at the end there. Um, I, I kind of like it for especially the colder weather. Um, it is very light on the ABV though. Uh, which as an alcoholic we don't like. So I'll give this a 5.2. Uh, yeah, I kind of, uh, it, he's right. It tastes kind of like a light beer. It looks like a dark beer. It tastes like a light beer. Super, super carbonated, super fizzy. Uh, looks like a Coke, Pepsi, Coke Cherry, even if you want to stretch. Um, I don't mind it though. Kind of, I, I would rather just have a Yingling. Than this, but it's not a terrible beer. I'll give it like a five point seven. Um, nothing too crazy. It's a good backup if you panic when they ask you what you want, and you know, like the first two that you ask for are kicked, and you're like, ah, and you just pick something. You'll be okay. But I wouldn't really put it past that. Um, I feel like for a beer that comes out as dark as this, I was expecting like really strong flavors, but it's quite mild. Um, and it, it, the drinkability is up there. Like usually, you see a dark beer, and it's not like, oh, I can house this. Um, but you could, you could definitely uh, guzzle and gulp this sucker down, no problem. Um, I'm gonna give it a six one, just because there's not like a ton of flavor. Um, but I do, I do appreciate a little, little cross brewery brewage. And um, for not being a stout guy, um, I do like this, so I'm just gonna gonna tick my numbers up a little bit above above you guys because you suck. It's a pilsner. <laughs> it's a dark pilsner. <laughs> yeah, we suck. We know who sucks. Burpability. The refs. The refs suck. Uh, yeah. The refs suck. The refs are like 10.99 guys at this point for Roger Goodell's Ruining side football. business. It's brutal. It's so brutal, and I still can't win a bet. I don't know what's worse. It's, bl- it's blatant, too. It's not even... Josh like, Allen, you brought it up earlier, getting his jersey borderline ripped off. I mean, Justin Herbert getting slammed out of bounds. Yeah, and somehow wild. his team is negatively impacted, and that doesn't even balance it out. You know, if we could sit here and go for an hour on just, like, the egregious... Ticky-tacky mm-hmm. calls and the Texans-Jags And we're team. sitting on the couch with our friends, and everybody knows how it should be called, and yet somehow, some way, the NFL doesn't go that. And they go, oh, we'll pan it to New York. And you know what I notice? Every single time they bring on the, uh, what's his name, the head official? Gene. Steratore. 
he says, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like all the time. And to me, that is insane. Why are you the head of officiating? You're the head of black and white, Mm -hmm. no subjectivity. Mm -hmm. Why is I feel like coming out of your mouth every sentence? Yeah. They make all these rules because there there was a lot of quarterback uh, penalties that were missed uh, or given. Uh, You spend all this time protecting the quarterback. Like you can't even touch this man nowadays. And now they're just letting these guys get absolutely like murdered on the field. So it makes no sense. You land on top of someone with your body weight as a quarterback and you get a penalty and then you're watching someone like get their neck broken and it's okay. (laughs) It's almost like the officials like – don't know the rules like the how you can watch different games or windows and see uh, a play mirror to like one that comes to top of mind is the uh, AJ Brown incompletion that was potentially a fumble very up right. in the air but they call it different Co- yeah calls on the, the calls on the field have to be inconclusive the turn like it has to be inconclusive evidence on the replay to turn over they call that an incompletion, but then in the the night game, Keenan Allen has the same instance, same thing, and that one that one's a fumble. Like this, how how this, can how can we have these discrepancies? It, like and they always showing they always ridiculous. hone in. This is how you know that they're just buying themselves leeway so they can control. They always hone in on a different facet. When they honed in on the Keenan Allen one, they were talking about him making a move. Right, both times the guy caught the ball stuck through two hands stuck keenan allen and aj brown have incredibly strong hands we've watched these guys catch the ball for years these guys stick the ball away from their body so when you're watching a play like them you know it's a catch it's not like the younger guys that bring it to their body and it's against them you don't really know where the leverage is like aj brown and keenan allen both stick the ball out away from their body and they both turned to make a move took like maybe one step and it was punched right out we have to get to the point where the way that it's lost, I feel like, dictates if it's a fumble or not at this point. Because both of them stuck the ball, yet only one of them was called a fumble, the other is incomplete. How is it incomplete if we saw this grown man put two hands on both sides of the ball and touch fingertips? How is it incomplete? And how is it not incomplete three hours afterwards? Mm-hmm. There's just it's like Des Bryant all over disgusting, again. Disgusting, dude. We never know what a catch is, dude. The NFL never knows what. It, this is the NFL shaming episode. <laughs> no, and they they should have uh, whenever a penalty is called that's in question. There, they should have to put the paragraph from the rule book on the screen so everyone can read it. Let's do great. anything. I don't think Something. football fans would even give the effort to read, but I would read it. Yeah, I would, I would read it. I think because then I would be surprised know. how many people would look into it. Yeah, it's dude. It's just. It's miserable. I don't the even, officials teams I don't are even ruining care the about. product, dude. Teams don't even care about if they win or not. They get screwed, and I get pissed off. I can't take it with the Eagles anymore, though, dude. Well, I cannot. <laughs> the first the Dolphins game, and then the Cowboys game, and then and now this. Like Did both the, Washington games, there was something egregious at the end of the fourth. <laughs> I mean, the amount of wins that the officials have gotten the Eagles is just appalling, and they're not a juggernaut. I always see big cats got him in juggernaut ranking, dude. They're not a fucking juggernaut because big cat destroys they, Washington every week. Dude, they, like when you're when you're committing egregious penalties and officials are completely ignoring them. Like there's going to be a crew that comes in one day, and they're going to start calling those, and the Eagles are going to be fucked. And I hope it comes in the playoffs. We'll see this week. I mean, we have a huge game. So, 
sussest line I've ever seen with the Eagles catching three at home. I understand that uh, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham were a little banged up on the defensive line. But uh, how are they three-point favorites or underdogs at home? I don't know. Like, I get the Niners are a very, very, very good but football team. They, they beat the Niners, though, right? Are they playing? Yeah, but in the playoffs, when they were, Christian McCaffrey was running quarterback. Yeah, they didn't have a quarterback. Are they playing the, the public narrative, do you think, at this point, just to try to garner some money in the book? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those games. It's one of the more emotional fan base. Like, Philly, uh, everybody, dude, we've all, I know most Philly fans that I know, I can't even speak. I have so many thoughts to get out about Philly fans. Most Philadelphia fans that I know can publicly just like shun their fan base when they go to a game because they tell you horror stories, even as a Philly fan. Why do you never just consider like, wow, maybe I just shouldn't be a fan of a team that does these things? Like, why is that never in question? I don't understand. Six-year-old just giving the bird to Bill's Mafia. You saw that? <laughs> It just walks up, gives a guy the finger. Yeah, that's why uh, it's one of the most comfortable cities to uh, walk through and live in. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know, we're an hour, hour and a half away, and I refuse to even go. I'll I go, go sometimes, and something bad I, happens every time. When I have to drive through there, I wrap around into Delaware and go around it. I don't know. I like going to the bank, watch baseball games. It's beautiful. But I the hope the is undefeated. Beat the brakes off the Eagles. This it would week. be nice. Yeah, that would be great. I'm gonna have the Eagles on teasers so. though. Getting them up to nine points with the love they're they're getting well, from yeah. officials and yeah. they're still they are a good football team. I'm not saying they're not, but I don't think they should be ten and one. They got a little Jesus take the wheel in their backseat yeah. with those refs. I'm just pissed off because I have that bet with you guys. The Cowboys would win the division and you know two to one. You guys are paying me, and then obviously I'm giving everybody a hundred bucks if they don't. Forgot but the fact that. that the Eagles are ten and one because the officials are on their rimrod, forgot about that. And I'm getting smoked when the Cowboys very well could have won that game if you know Stephon Gilmore didn't get hit with a pi when the football was ten yards out of bounds, or uh, what's their tight end's name? Shoot, shoot a maker gets absolutely cooked by the linebacker before the ball comes in the end zone and they, no call allowed. Yeah, right. That should be first and goal. <laughs> Would have been a touchdown, like just getting screwed there. But I mean, the the Cowboys get him at home. Cowboys are undefeated at home. They're on a thirteen no run at home. They're dogs at home, dude. They've been crushing so. There's still there's still a little hope. Cowboys are eleven to one to win division right now, so it's a long shot. But they meet. They um, still meet. we're holding on. Yeah, the Eagles catching out this week. Cowboys hopefully take care of business at home against the Seahawks. I mean, I my bet really is the Eagles at this point for the divisional thing. But, like, I would love to see them lose and pay you. I just don't even care. I hate them so much, dude. <laughs> can't stand them. You'd like, rather give me your money. I'd rather spend my Sunday rooting against them, dude. I can't stand oh, them. Man. They suck. I know. And I, I, I was really hoping. Him. He's got Giants four wins more than Washington. Yeah. So we're, like, dude, a week Danny away from that, dude. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Bro, Danny DeVito, dude, what is going on? Why aren't he, they tanking? He's, he's been the man, bro. Dude. You want to watch chicken cutlets and pasta vajoule? And hand jobs from his mom. Hell yeah. Ugh. I don't know. That whole relationship he's got with with his family is a little saucy. Hey, bro, like he's Italian. Love. I don't know. Don't man. dismiss it. Yeah. They say on average, like, an Italian moves out of their house, like, 30. Well, I guess you guys don't fall within the average. Yeah, I guess we lower <laughs> no. the average significantly. No. <laughs> It gets very angry. Do love being home though. 
Dad's the goat, hundred percent. And the food undefeated. Oh, dude, I love every, every dad. I think everyone in our friend group at this point has been at my house to eat. Legendary. Over <sighs> and over. And we'll do it again and again. And I just, again. I just can't believe the Giants are winning games. It's wild. I can because it's not smart for them. It would make me yeah. feel good. Washington's creeping up, dude. We might have a new head coach and a nice, nice, nice first round pick next season. You have the same record as us, and we have literally a guy off the streets of New Jersey and no team. Yeah, dude. But we have no offensive line. Yeah. I mean, it all weighs differently. The Giants. Dude, it all weighs different, man. It's always different. It's a shame the yeah. commanders aren't and, good. Okay, I, I just got I gotta <laughs> say real quick. Everyone's doing the uh, standard Italian hand movement. All right, it's an emoji in your phone. If you don't know what I'm talking about, shut up. And they're like, "What is this called? What is this called?" He's like, "I don't know what it's called." So now they're calling it the uh, Davido, and that pisses yeah, you me off. Can't just get that, that. That pisses nah. me off because that has been thousands of years. It's the Gabagool. Thousands of years of of talking. Yeah, it's not. It's not the Devito. It's the meh. It's just meh. There was some Uber driver behind me this morning going to work, and I could tell he was Italian because he was doing, you know, four yeah. fingers together, thumb yeah. in between all four fingers, Back and forth, row yeah. the boat, dude. yelling. You got to row the boat. Yeah. I was at a a uh, family reunion over the weekend, and let me tell you, man, you could probably put a GoPro on somebody and walk back and forth through the room and get. T- Three hours of cutscenes for The Sopranos. My God, dude! Deaf people would have a day there. They would just they'd be they'd be like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" <laughs> the amount of hand movements yeah. from Italians. Crazy. I'd hate to be I'd hate to be a Italian sign language interpreter. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare I'd of a job. Off trail a lot. Oh man. So, uh, God. Wow. Well, what a week. I mean, kind of some ass football coming up this week. We we do get uh, we get conference championships this weekend though. I'm yeah. going to Charlotte the wrong week, dude. If I was going on this week, I'd go catch a ACC championship between Louisville and Florida State. I can't be believe cool. Florida State is still in the college football playoff. I understand they're undefeated. They However, they were the backup quarterback. <laughs> Louisville should take care of business. Probably will be betting them this week. Lamar Jackson alum. Absolutely. So it kind of just makes me want to bet him. Uh, first place AFC. Lamar's goaded. It's all we need to know. Um, also, all right, now I'm sidetracking, but I saw, I saw a ranking today. Someone from ESPN has Jalen Hurts in their top five and Eagles fans were like, why is he number five? Like he's so much better. The guy has 14 turnovers. How does, how does the, how does the guy with the shortest odds on the board to win MVP have 10 interceptions? What are we doing? That's just a book showing you. They don't want to take any more liability. Don't think he wins, but some, some more horse shit around the Eagles. Anyway, um, Washington State, Oregon is going to be really interesting. I hate the college football committee. Um, the fact that Alabama could still get in if they beat Georgia. Will and then, they? Oh my God. I mean, they could. They very well could. And then you just have the, the nightmare that is the Big Ten championship between Iowa and Michigan. I don't know if anyone watched the game last week, but there was guys in the stands um in that in that Iowa Wisconsin game and they just had more punts hoodies on. So you could tell they've been just slamming the under on Iowa games all year. Yeah. I think their first half uh total point spread is is half a point. So goats. Yeah, it's wild. It's, so the anti Mahomes. Take the under. 
Yeah. So, um, but great college football this weekend. Um, couple of good games in the NFL. Um, I was looking through, obviously you guys touched on a couple weeks ago before we, we came back from break, how I got knocked out of survivor. Um, Ooh. yeah, just brutal. Um, still not over it. And the worst thing that I did to myself was that I mapped my season. So I have every team that I would use written down. As of today, I if the Bills didn't have 12 men on the field and were prepared um, for that field goal, I would have taken um, Dallas against Carolina and then Tennessee against Carolina last week. Still been going through and taking the Steelers this week. So I'm praying to God the Cardinals win so I can feel better. Um, it's just disgusting. But there was one crazy story. Did you guys hear about the guy who made a mispick in the $9 million Circa Survivor pool on no. Thanksgiving? No. All right. So in, in the Circa Survivor, Thanksgiving is its own week. So you have to make it, you have to pick between one of the, the, the nine teams playing in the Thanksgiving window and it's its own week, respectively. Same thing with Christmas. But then obviously you got to come back on Sunday. Wow. So this poor guy, his mom had just passed away the Friday before Thanksgiving. So he's like all out of it, accidentally picks the Packers over the Lions. Didn't know. Thought he took the Lions, and then he's also hammering the Packers the entire time, like trying to hedge out his, his entries. The guy calls him on um, on Saturday because you got to get your picks in, and he's like, hey, like who are you taking? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm done. He's like, no, you had the Packers. Like You're alive. He was like, no shit. So this guy got... Um, Derek Stevens, the owner of the Circa, who I've met, who's a total fucking bro, dude, like one of the nicest billionaires you'll ever meet, um, is flying this guy out this weekend to hang out and watch football with him at like the little corporate suite they have to watch football, the biggest sports book in the world. Cool, man. That's the sickest thing you could ever do. Felt bad because his mom passed away and then he loves the story. Plus, Derek Stevens and his family are originally from Detroit. They own tire manufacturers in Detroit which is how they created their wealth to, to buy the properties in Nevada. And um, he just felt for this kid. He was like, dude, come on out. So this guy is still alive in Survivor. He ended up taking the Titans over the Panthers on Sunday. Um, just a wild story, dude. Like that is, that. that is could be a movie if mm-hmm. he ends up winning. Yeah, why not? You know right? what I mean? You win, you win $9 million because you made a mistake. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on the opposite side of the coin as I am. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm rooting <laughs> for that guy now. <laughs> I wish, bro. I wish. One guy had 10 entries left, and he put them all in the Lions. <laughs> Why would you ever do that? Yeah, well, there's a thing that came out that uh, the moon in a waxing Gibbous phase on Thanksgiving, they've never won a game. And I almost bet on that because of that voodoo crystal shit. I bet the Lions. Yeah, dude, they, uh, I, I, I bet them when they were down the first quarter. I, I got like 250. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, an in-play. Saw it last week against the Bears. It came back. Obviously a loser. But they just are cursed on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, wild week of football. All right. Speaking of our fantasy football league right now is is absolutely nuts. Eli, do you want to just, just break it down? Playoffs coming up in two weeks. Um, we have a shit show. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, third year for the league. Uh, predominantly the same guys for the most part. Uh, so we got four in right now, but then we have another four teams at six and six, two more at five and seven, and one sitting at four and eight, and then the lone non-survivor full elimination. 
Um, there's definitely a lot going on. I mean, we're fighting up top for the regular season uh, awards, trying to get best record, most points, um, you know, kind of cleaning out those things. We also have, of the four clinched teams, each person is playing someone else out of the four within these two weeks. So there's a lot of seeding implications. There's record implications. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. I mean, this is a phone booth fight. The two boxers are literally just belt to belt, and they're just punching each other as hard as we can at this point. So kind of seems to be every fantasy league I'm in right now has the whole league. It's just right there. But we proceed. So for this week, we had Sags annihilating Girth, 173 to 110. Third and Lager over Ale Marys, our esteemed last, 78 to 75. That was a sleeper sell if I've ever seen it. Triple H just has you locked in the middle of the ring, dude, and you're just watching a whole stadium of people just look at you as you fall asleep. Like, that's just too much. CD's nuts. Um, Kyle, nice little family rivalry over Frankie, 163 to 76. We're going to have to reconvene with Frank in the offseason here because I don't know what's going on here. Stefan got away with one, 112 over 98, just sneaking by. Jared with a dominant win over Nick, 139 to 113, two people trying to get in. And then I completed the sweep on Ramon, welcoming the new guy to the league, 135 to 106. So there is a lot, a lot of phone booth fighting going on right now in the league. It's going to be very interesting what happens because anybody, it's up for anybody. Don't be surprised when you see them Paul Tuggett Pats back in the championship <laughs> I'm more nervous this year. about Kyle. I mean, Sags and I last year, were t- we thought we were going to be head-to-head, but I think this year is very possible. I don't know what it is, dude, Stefan. I mean, the guy, every three seasons, he's on pace right now for good fancy decisions, but that doesn't typically bode well in the playoffs the first time you get there. So I'm mm-hmm. seeing an early exit for Stefan, even though he's got Tyreek and AJ. It's usually how it works. Cracked. Earth is going to get lost in the second round. It's going to be interesting. I'm telling you, it'll happen. I got my boy Zay Flowers, a dark horse, dude. I'm I'm coming in hot for fifth place. He's a dog. Uh, Well, with uh, that, we have locks of the week. Frank is not here, but he's got uh, one. He's got two in. Uh, He's eight and ten. He's got Michigan minus 11 for the first half. uh, And then San Fran minus two and a half. So good luck to Frank. Uh, myself, I'm six and four right now. Uh, I got two bets going out. I have Chargers versus Pats. Chargers are currently sitting at minus six, but I'm going to actually tease them to minus six and a half uh, and take the even money there because I feel comfy. And then my second bet is going to be Bryce Young over uh, 0.5 interceptions. So I think he's going to throw an interception against Tampa Bay. Uh, he's having a rough year right now. Um, we'll see how it goes. So, Eli? Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams over the Browns. Just keep it. I'm not trying to get Ballsy. too cute. Nah, it's Ballsy, dude. Joe Flacco. Toss-up. Re- return of the GOAT. Dude, the Russian mobster is not scaring me off. Dude, imagine, imagine if Flacco comes in and wins the Super Bowl with the Browns. Remember the one, even be mad. the one Madden, he looked like a Russian mobster every time that they would show him walking in. Savage. Dude. Assassin. Guy's a legend. Um, been, been a tough year, man. 6-13-2. and two. Um, caught that cold streak in October. Um, but hopefully we can get some Christmas cheer and, and turn things around. 
I think Houston was absolutely robbed last week. If you watched the game, you heard the fans booing every time the official jumped on the mic. Um, obviously, the Broncos are red hot right now. Um, but I just don't think they've played a team as good as Houston in the last four weeks. You could argue the Buffalo Bills. Um, but Bills are also a little questionable with the quarterback play from Josh Allen. C.J. Stroud's tearing it up. And uh, I think that Houston at home can take care of business and, and win by a touchdown or more. So I'm going to lay three points with the Texans over the Broncos. Um, the only thing Russ is cooking is Thanksgiving leftovers. So um, we got a couple of weeks here till uh, in football season. Hopefully we can we can climb back and get on the green side. How is it cold out in football? Isn't it? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Pints and pies, baby.